Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. Praise God. You can turn the lights up. We're going we're gonna to come on with, go on with service. You know, sometimes, as you guys, you guys like fight, fights and boxing, sometimes the fighter <laughs> takes his time before he comes out of the ring because he ain't ready. Yeah. It happens sometimes. But I was caught off guard this morning with that song. I wanted to just sit here. I wanted to lay at the altar and just be ministered to. Some of y'all understand. Some, some of you guys understand it. And, and for me, because, you know, I'm learning a second language, to hear another song, uh, a, a familiar song in, in Spanish, really blessed my soul. I can't wait for the day where our worship team is singing hymns in their native language. You're going to get English, and then you're going to get some Espanol, and then you're going to get um, uh, um, some uh, um, Chamorro, some Japanese, some Tagalog. We're going to get it all at just one time. I just see the vision. I see the vision happening. I see it coming together. As, as I, just, I, I, I don't mean to be, I'm just feeling really just happy right now because I'm looking at the different faces and the different cultures and people from different walks of life just here, all of us together. It's a nation, nations, nations. I believe uh, John in, in Revelation said that I saw thousands of people, nation upon nation, praising, the, praising God together. This is what it looks like. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. This, this is what it sounds like when the church is alive. I, I'm just saying. Did I wish everybody happy Easter already? Yes, well, yes, yes, yes. Happy Easter, you guys. But before we're going to get caught up in the whole hoopla of everything, antes nos efecamos en la día, and I know we had an argument about the Spanish word, the Spanglish word called hoopla. La hoopla, hoopla, de día, no? Look, I know before we get all caught up in everything with buying Easter outfits, and some of you guys got look great today, you guys look sharp, and you guys are planning for the big uh, uh, Easter egg hunt, and I want to talk about, also about the Easter dinner with the ham and the sweet potatoes, con la cena de Pascua, con yamon y batatas, and tostones, oh, mofongo. Camarones, mm, empanadas. Did I say empanadas? Oh my gosh. Ayúdame, Jesucristo. Adios mío. You guys know what I'm talking about. This Easter dinner is great. 
But before we could celebrate the day, antes de celebrar el día, let's be reminded of why we are celebrating this morning. Before we go on and celebrate the day, antes de celebrar el día, let's be reminded why we are celebrating. Recordamos la razón por la que estamos celebrando. The world calls this Easter. But we as born-again Christians, born-again baptized believers, we call it Resurrection Day. El día de la resurrección. This is the day that we celebrate that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has rose from the grave. Jesucristo resucitó de la tumba. He rose from the dead, and not only did he come back to life, pero no solo volvió a la vida, but he came back with power. Pero regreso con poder. For the Bible has said that Jesus has now ascended into the heavens and is at the right hand of the Father, and he's, and he's got all power in his hands. Listen, saints, you can't be identified with Christ's life until you identify with his death. Come on. So much so there's many of us as saints want to be identified with Christ's life, but we don't want to identify with his death. Many, many false religions have mocked our belief, and there's wars that are going on right now, and I'm not talking about wars with guns. I'm talking about culture wars. There's people telling us as Christians that, no, your, your Bible is wrong. It needs to be out, out, um, updated and changed and things like that. But there's so many things that are coming against us as Christians. Well, there, here's something that I want to let you guys know about uh, uh, Easter this morning. I need, you, I need you to understand this very clearly. Muhammad didn't get up. Confucius didn't get up. Buddha didn't get up. Joseph Smith didn't get up. He's dead. Jims Jones is dead. David Koresh is dead. But Jesus is alive. He got up. That is the great news that our king is not dead. El está vivo. Jesucristo vive. But do you guys know that Christ didn't raise from the dead for our benefit? Pero sabes que Jesucristo no resucitó de entre los muertos para su beneficio. He did it for ours. He did it for our benefit. Lo hizo para nuestro beneficio. So today I want us to take a look at a few scriptures to remind us about what Easter is all about. We want to talk about the resurrection. Turn to John. Chapter 11 and 25. And it reads this. Jesus told her, I am. Let me say that again. I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. I am the resurrection, and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Now, let me give you a quick background. Jesus and the disciples were hanging out somewhere near Jerusalem. 
And Jesus received a word that Lazarus, one of his relatives, the one whom he, he loved him very much, they came and told Jesus, look, Lazarus is sick and he's dying. And Jesus immediately replied, this sickness is not unto death, but to the glory of God. Now, after waiting two days, catch that in your brain. After waiting two days after he received the news, Jesus decides to go to, to Judea, which happened to be the opposite direction of where Lazarus was. Two days after getting the news that Lazarus was sick and dying. Now, I don't know about some of y'all in here right now, but have you ever been in a situation that was on the verge of dying? Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe you have a, a, a friend that's in the hospital right now that's sick of COVID. Maybe you have people right now in your life right now that are waiting for Jesus to come your direction. Are you sitting down wondering, look, we told you, Jesus, in prayer that my friend is dying, my mother is dying, my buddy is dying, my father is dying, my child is dying, and you start asking Jesus, Come on, Jesus. But in, the, in between that whole time, Jesus seems to be getting further away. He went the, the, he went the opposite direction of the person that needed help. So Jesus decided he's on his way to Bethany. He says, I'm going to go and see Lazarus after, after a couple of days. I'm going to go see Lazarus. And when he is met by Martha... One of the sisters of Lazarus stepped up. Her name was Martha, and she made this statement in John verse 11, 21 through 23, and it said this, Lord, if you had only been here, my brother would not have died. Oh, so I, it, sounds like, it sounds like Jesus was a little late. Anybody ever had a dead situation? Maybe a marriage, maybe a job, and it seems like it was too late. Maybe there's something in your life that you've already buried, dead and stinking. Mm, come on, somebody. Verse 12, 22 says, but even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. And Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. She goes on to say, I know we will all rise again on that last day. This is when Jesus told her, I am. Jesus said, I am the resurrection in the life. I, now, now I, I need to digress for a moment because I want you guys to understand something here. If I may pause, I want you to understand who Jesus really is. Jesus is the great I am. Don't get it twisted. He is the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, but we like to separate him and not realizing that he says, if you've seen my Father, you've seen me, that me and my Father are one. So he is the great I am. Matter of fact, when, when Moses asked God, who shall I tell them that sent me, God said, I am who I am. 
In the book of John 8, 24, Jesus said, unless you believe that I am, you will die in your sins. In verse 58, he said, before Abraham was, I am. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the light. I am the door. I am the bread of life. I am the good shepherd. I am the true vine. Jesus said, I am. If you didn't catch it, he is letting us all know about his deity in this flesh. I am the carnate God in the flesh. Jesus Christ. I am the resurrection and the life. What Jesus was telling her was this, I am the resurrection and the life, and apart from me, there is no resurrection. Apart from me, there is no life. Apart from me, you're already dead in your sins. Apart from me, there's nothing. There are many dead situations and circumstances that we try to resurrect on our own. Come on, somebody. We try to resurrect dead marriages, dead finances, dead relationships, and the list goes on. But without resurrection power, everything is a lost cause. Let's think for a moment. Let's just think about a lost causes for a moment. They're real, aren't they? Has anybody in here ever had to face a lost cause? The sports caster said the game was unwinnable. The insurance adjuster said the car was uh, irreparable, irreparable. The doctor said the patient was incurable. The marriage counselor said that the relationship was irreconcilable. And the teacher said the student was unteachable. In each one of these cases, it seemed very predictable. We've seen the outcome. Each one is an example of a dead issue. Each case seemed closed. It seemed done. Each case seemed closed because there was a door that closed on a dead issue. Or maybe it was a stone. And this is the situation for Jesus. After a public execution with plenty of witnesses, the body of Jesus had been disposed of by the authorities according to the burial customs of the day. All that remained was to make sure that the grave of Jesus wasn't disturbed in his final resting place. It seemed to be a political nightmare. By posting a guard at the burial site, the officials seemed to have sealed the fate of the Christian cause. But then the unexpected happened. Three days later, unexplainable events began to occur. Rumors began to fly that the grave was empty. A growing number of people claimed to have seen Jesus. And just to let you know, when Jesus rose from the grave, he wasn't the only one that rose from out out of the grave. You guys read your Bibles. Because there was so much power in what Jesus did Some people came out of the grave during the resurrection of Jesus, and people were still walking around. They came came out of the grave, kind of like zombies. That'll be a Bible study later on. 
Listen, Jesus was not only alive, but he became the very source of everlasting life. And he became the leader as what, 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 was, what turned out to be an unstoppable cause. This morning, I want us to see how the power of the resurrection represents hope for other lost causes and dead issues in our life. I want us to focus on the resurrection of Christ, but also I want you to focus on your own resurrection from spiritual death. We'll see that the power that raised Christ from the dead is life-changing, it's energizing, and available to anyone who is willing to be changed by it. The first thing I want us to see that is apparent is the resurrection, our resurrection power is life-changing. Why? Because of the resurrection, we could say this. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I thank God for people that love this scripture because they realize what they used to be. Mm-hmm. We were all, maybe I should say it like this. We all are, all of us here today were once dead in our sins. Resurrection power has the ability to change the most unlikely of people. I don't know about you, you know, some of y'all in here were born saved. You dropped out of your mother into the baptismal pit. Came out, came out of the water. Got filled with the Holy Ghost and we're speaking in other tongues. I don't, not me. Y'all's pastor got a history. You could see many, many people's changed lives. And if you just turn around and look, you know there's some people that are right next to you whose lives have been drastically changed by the power of the resurrection. You even look at Apostle Paul, just Apostle Paul himself. Paul, <laughs> Paul himself, if you guys even look, Paul, if, if you read in 1 Corinthians, Paul was talking about all the other apostles, and he began to, to let everybody know, he says, listen, I, I, I wasn't even one of the apostles yet. I came to condemn the church. I, 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 I authorized the killing of men, women, and children. Come on, you guys. I was running around. I was mocking God. I thought I was doing the right thing until one day I, I felt, you know, you know the saying, you got to fall off your high horse. That's a Christian saying. That's because he was on his horse and fell off his horse when he saw the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right? That's what, that's, that's what he said. But even him, he says, listen, I am the least of the apostles, but yet... I have done more and labored than any other apostle because I've seen the error of my ways, because I've seen the risen Christ. And I, that, the risen Christ that I've seen, listen, his resurrecting power has changed my life forever. Listen, you want to understand something. You Remember this, okay? No one is too bad to be changed by the Lord. 
Can I say that again? Nobody's sins are too bad to be changed by the Lord. No one is too arrogant. No one is too lustful. No one is too alcoholic. No one is too addictive. Nothing is too hard for God that the resurrection power of God will completely change your life. Look at the people you're familiar with. Are they worse than Paul? Are they less likely than he was to accept Christ? My God, when 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 I first came back home, the funny part about it was Kai and I, we we were visiting some of my old friends, and people looked at me, and they were like, dude, I know you. You ain't a Christian. This is just a hustle. I had people, used to, people used to tell me, because that was me. They used, used to call me Sexy Red. That's what they called me. I, J-Bone. That's what they, I, I was dead in my sins. But when God found me on the road to Damascus, he pulled me off my high horse. I saw the risen King, Jesus Christ, and he changed my life. He said, listen, if any man be in Jesus Christ, all things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Look, I I became new in the eyes of the Lord, but there's still people around me that knew me as this old man, the same way they did with Paul. Because when Paul came back to preach to people, people were looking at Paul like, man, you better run. And that's what they were doing. I'm telling you, my wife and I would go somewhere and people would be like, oh, when did he get out? But God changed me with the power of the resurrection. Changed me. And I, and I listen, this is just, just a side note. You know, sometimes... You know, because your old life likes to follow you, just like Paul did. And people don't really talk about it unless you read some of the things about Paul. But Paul had to go and see people so they would see his changed life. And people sat and watched him from afar to see. Because, you know, sometimes people like to play good games. But the time will tell. But when they started seeing Paul, and I'm going to talk about this in a minute, that Paul began to start showing fruits of the Spirit. The power of the resurrection is power enough for any person to be saved, but it's not only life-changing. The power of the resurrection is also energizing. The power of the resurrection, Acts 1 and 8, it says this, but you shall receive power When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Romans 8 and 11 says this, but the spirit of him who has raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who has raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. When you live with resurrection power, you live with the power of the Holy Spirit that energizes you by giving you gifts and fruits. How many people like to get gifts? How many people like to eat fruit? I'd like them both. Let's talk about that. Let's, Let's talk about the gifts that we get. 
the, the, the inner, the, how the spirit of God, resurrection power gives us fruits and gifts. Fruits, Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such there is no law. You know, so many people that are Christians, that will self-proclaiming Christians, they're running around here. They don't have no peace. You guys realize that when you have a peace, when you have peace, that is a fruit of the Spirit. But if you some of these people that all run around here with no peace, you better check to see if you got the Spirit of God. Just saying. What about patience? I, I, I didn't say anything on, uh, <laughs> it was a joke, get it? I didn't say anything to see if you guys had patience about what I was about. Somebody laughed, thank you. <laughs> he got it. Faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Some Christians don't have self-control. Just because you claim to be a Christian, I could tell if somebody, listen, you, could, you can speak tongues all you want. You can do whatever you want to, but that don't mean that you got the Holy Ghost. But when you're energized by the resurrection power, you will get the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God will make you become fruitful. Fruitful. That is a tree that's full of fruit. Now, now the Bible says that you will know a tree by its and if a tree, I don't care if you call it an apple tree, even though it may look like an apple tree and it's not bearing any fruit, guess what? It ain't nothing. It's a shade tree. So all it's good for is blocking out the sun. Blocking out the S-O-N. You got some Christians, you just like, get out my way, cut them off. Sounds like what Jesus did to the, to the fig tree. The fig, the fig tree didn't have any fruit on it, so what did Jesus do? He cursed it. But when we have fruit, we're going to know you by your fruit. We're going to know that you have patience, kindness, meekness, temperance, long-suffering, self-control. See, resurrection power doesn't just power us, but it empowers us to live fruitful lives. The other thing that the Spirit gives us is gifts. Resurrection power energizes us by receiving gifts for the, to use and, uh, and also to use to build God's church. Now, it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 8 through 10, and I'll just read, read, read the uh, list to you. And these are the gifts that the Spirit of God gives us. Wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. This is a gift that the Spirit gives us. It will energize us. You know, there's, the, 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 if, if I sit here and do a TED Talk, you guys listen to me? I do a TED Talk, you just get information. 
But when the Spirit of God comes and I preach the word to you, and all of those that heard and believed and were pricked in their heart, and they said, what must I do to be saved? Then God will give them. Remember, Jesus said, I breathe on them. He said, receive ye the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit gets in you and dwells you, then guess what? He's not only going to give you fruits, he's also going to give you gifts. That's what we need to do when we're at church. That's what we need to do when we come together as a body of believers. Now, the last point I want to make today is this. Resurrection power is available. Romans 10 and 13. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I love the fact in this scripture, it says this, whoever, this is for the prostitute, to the whoremonger, to the rich, to the poor, to those that are out on the street, to those that have a home. I don't care if you're Republican. I don't care if you're Democrat. I don't care if you're part a Tea Partier. It says, whomever shall call upon the Lord shall be saved. And we read earlier, Romans 8 and 11, it says, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. As I close, there may be some dead things in your life right now that you buried, but God says he wants to resurrect that which you left for dead. That situation you already put in the ground, that relationship that you made an obituary for, God wants to empty out your tomb. God wants to empty out your tomb of dead relationships, of dead marriages and dead finances, dead situations and dead circumstances. God wants to empty out your tomb and resurrect your life, not just, but to, bring, not just to bring you back from the dead, but to bring you back with power. This is what this kind of life looks like. That when you become new in Christ, God doesn't just leave you. He empowers you. You guys with me? He energizes you. He doesn't just say, I'm with you. No, he's like, look, I'm not only going to be with you, but I'm going to be in you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to talk with you. I'm going to change. Look, look don't, don't, I'm not here to give you a prosperity gospel and think that you're going to be rich and all this. No, I know that God will give you the peace that you need through your life. I know that God will give you a word. God will give you whatever you need according to his riches and glory. But it, it, it hasn't anything to do with this world. It has to do with his kingdom. God wants to give you this energizing power that's available to us. The fact is, we don't deserve grace. And none of us qualify for this kind of grace. You guys hear me? There is nothing you can do to deserve the love that God has given us. 
the Lord would love for us to receive that grace today. Let me encourage you guys. Make this kind of grace real to you today. You will find that the power which is raised from Jesus, I mean, the power that raised Jesus from the dead is life-changing, it's energizing, and it's available. This resurrection power will help you trust Jesus Christ today. Then you'll begin to experience life for yourselves and the wonders of Christ in your life that we can walk in resurrection power. Amen? Amen. You guys, give God some praise. You'll stand to your feet. That's all the time we have for this episode of the Annex Podcast. But we encourage you to get connected with us by downloading and using our TBCF app today. Or you can visit our website at tbcf.life. That's tbcf.life. Until next time, thanks for stopping by to the Annex Podcast.